Oh, okay. Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to episode one of this podcast. This is actually take two of episode one. I recorded the first episode with all of its glorious three parts yesterday. I uploaded part one. I hated it. And here we are again. We're going to re-record this, make it even better, and do the best that we can. Because I think that would be a good thing to do. Try to practice in the best possible way that we can. I just repeated myself twice there. That's okay, though. So what are we talking about today? Or what did I talk about yesterday? Well, we're going to be looking at the Apple suite of productivity applications. That sounds interesting, doesn't it? And it really, really is. So we're going to be discussing the four core applications that I see on this list, which is email, notes, calendar, and reminders. These are the four core productivity apps that that Apple produces. Of course, you can um, that Apple produces. Of course, you can consider a lot of their other applications to be quote unquote productive applications like FaceTime or Contacts. I think you could even consider Maps to be one of those productive apps, but only because these few apps link with these four core so incredibly well. For example, if you create a lo- uh, an event with a location and calendar, that event will pop up in your Maps app suddenly making your Maps app kind of like a productivity machine that's linking with your calendar. It's interesting. But when it really comes down to it, the primary core applications on this list are the four that I mentioned. Email, notes, calendar, and reminders. We're going to be looking at all four of these right now. Possibly going to be make possibly I'm going to make this a two-parter. But before we actually start talking about email, I want to to go over the general format of this. So for every single big bubble or category of I'm uh, of uh, category of application, whether it's email, notes, calendar, or reminders, we're going to see several different. Uh, uh, things that we're going to look at. We're going to look at the pillars or the prerequisites of a good application in every respective category. Then we're going to look at the features that make Apple's products unique from other applications. Because we can sit here and talk about the hundreds of different features in every single one of their products all we want, but when it comes down to it, those features exist in most other equivalent applications as well. There's just a couple of things that makes or that make Apple products very unique compared to those other products. Then we're going to look at uh, at how each respective product or category fits in the entirety of Apple's ecosystem and how it integrates with those other applications. And then finally, we're going to take a look at the cons for using these applications. Because believe it or not, Apple is not without fault. They are not perfect. And there are definitely some ways that they could improve these applications and some ways that uh, that the user experience is kind of ruined, at least for me personally, my user experience is a little is a little ruined because of these cons that we're going to see uh, in every single one of these respective categories. So with that, let's go ahead and take a look at the very first uh, uh, application on this list, which is email. Now, the email Apple email, I think, is a very solid email client. It does what you need it to do. It just receives your email. You can look at your email and you can do kind of anything you want with your email. But before we start talking specifically about the Apple application, let's look at some pillars or some prerequisites to uh, general mail applications that you want to have. And there's there's two that I can see right off the bat and two that I would like to see in my personal applications. The first is that you can create events based on 
you can create calendar events based on emails that you receive. Email is one of those places where people are going to send you information about meetings or send you information about events. And if you can easily take those emails and turn them into an event, whether it's through Google Calendar or whatever calendar you're using, if you can make events pretty easily, then that's really, really good. It's going to improve your productivity and going to help you keep track of everything that people are throwing at you. It's just one, uh, it's one aspect of that capture category that David Allen talks about, being able to easily turn a, a, an email into a calendar event and even linking back to that original email is incredibly useful. That is something I actually see as a prerequisite at this point. But the second prerequisite I like to see is is an all in, is an all inbox basically. I'm gonna say that, I'm gonna say that again. that sounded really confusing. I would like to see an all inbox in my email uh, in my email application or my email client. For the most part, you do. In almost every single mail app you use, you see an all inbox where all of your accounts and every single email from those accounts is wrapped up in just one long strand of emails. I personally, I find that to be incredibly useful. It makes processing those emails much, much easier. If I didn't have an all inbox, it'd make it harder to uh, mark my emails as read or as read or sort them into their respective folders. I, I like to see an all uh, inclusive mailbox, an all inbox. Like I said, most email clients have this, but this is a good prerequisite to have. But once these prerequisites are are hit, once you are able to create calendar events based on based on your mail, and once you have uh, an all inbox where everything kind of gets shuffled through, then you can start looking at other features that make apps. Uh, truly amazing or truly special or just really, really bad. And personally, I think that Apple Mail does have some amazing features that keep it unique from the competition. And we're going to look at those features right now. The first feature is, isn't a feature per se. It's more of just the user interface. It's simple. It's really simple, especially when compared with other applications like Outlook, which is incredibly complicated. Apple Mail is pretty simple, and yet it still has so many different bells and whistles that uh, that, that can help you stay productive, and, and you basically have any feature that you can think of. You don't have all features, and I'm going to get to that later in the con section, but you have enough features, um, and, and they're easily wrapped up in a, in a, in a usable package. Um, that you're not really going to get lost with it and you're going to find everything when you need it. That's what I like about Apple for the most part is that they are they create simple applications, things that are easy to use. And Apple Mail is no different. The second feature that keeps it unique is how the filter function works. In other applications, if you click the filter function, it'll pop up with a menu and you can filter from there. It'll it'll give you several different options for how you can filter your mail. But Apple does a little bit differently, and I'm actually really, really flippant excited about this. I don't know why, it's literally just a filter button, but when you click the filter button, it doesn't bring up a menu for how you can filter your email straight away. Instead, it just filters your mail. It remembers how you filtered your mail last time and filters and, and applies that criteria to your mail whenever you click that button. So for me, I always have my filter function set to unread mail. So whenever I click my filter button, it'll just filter my email to unread mail automatically. I don't have to deal with a secondary menu. I don't have to check a dialog box. It just does it automatically. 
And then from there, if I want to change that filter, I mean, I, I'd never do, but if I ever if I ever feel the need to change that filter, then all I have to do is on iPhone and iPad, click the filter by button, or on the computer, just hold down on the filter button, and then select what I want to, to filter by. It's incredibly simple, very intuitive, and really easy. It's just so easy. And I just love the fact that it remembers how you filtered last time because what I found is, is whenever I find a filter that I like I'll just continue to use that time and time again it's something that I don't like about Outlook is if I want to look at my unread mail I have to go through a separate menu to do so I have to click the filter button then I have to click unread it sounds insignificant but cutting down two clicks to one click I think is pretty incredible I think that's smart and it's very Apple of Apple here and the final the final uh, uh, feature I want to take a look at is the VIP feature. Now the VIP feature is is essentially a separate inbox where you're able to mark certain contacts as VIPs, as quote-unquote VIPs. And then when you receive emails from those contacts, those emails automatically get shuffled right into the VIP folder. It's kind of similar to Google's important uh, to, to Gmail's important function where you can mark G, uh, email threads as important or other clients like pins or their their flags but here you're not just marking uh, threads you're marking down entire contacts as important which is pretty cool you can set stuff similar to this up at, uh, in you can set stuff up like this and in, in, in other applications using rules and things like that but Apple has it pre-set up here it's very easy it's very seamless you can click on the VIP button and then click on the add VIPs it's really simple instead of having to deal with a rule and different emails and contacts and stuff like that it's very simple and Apple has done it well personally I don't find much need for the VIP but I like the fact that it's there if I ever feel the need to have a VIP person in my contacts well then I know that I can easily add them to it it's very cool of Apple next how that so, so those are the three features I found that that keep Apple's mail so unique compared to the competition but now we're gonna take a look at how Apple mail integrates with the rest of uh, with the rest of the Apple ecosystem. What makes the whole ecosystem so good is how every single app integrates with each other and Apple Mail is no different. So first of all, remember at the very beginning of this, I started talking about the prerequisite of mail needs to be uh, needs to have an emphasis on calendar events. You need to be able to make calendar events based on what you receive in your mail. And Apple Mail does this better than any other mail app I've ever seen. No joke. It does it far, far better. If somebody ever mentions uh, a date or a time in the in a mail in a message, sorry, in a message, you can actually click or tap or tap on that uh, on that date and time, and it'll pop up with a little dialog box and say, "Hey, do you want to make this event into a calendar event, or do you want to turn this into a reminder? Do you want to copy this date and time for uh, uh, to paste it wherever you want to?" It has those options built into it. So whenever some, so actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a little bit of a story. I'm going to college here in, in a little bit, and I signed up for the marching band for some reason. I think it sounds fun, but I've never been in it before. So so we'll see how marching band goes. But I got an email from the lead marching band director that's, that was talking about band camp that's going to be happening right before classes start. And he gave a whole bunch of dates and times in this email 
And, uh, and, and one aspect of this email was talking about percussion auditions. I play percussion, and, and, and I'm trying to practice. I'm doing the best that I can. But we do have to audition to, to see where we get put in the lineup of different percussionists. And in this little section, in this subheader of this email, it was saying that, that, uh, that percussion auditions are at 9 a.m. on this day. So I went over. And I made sure that that I and I wanted to make sure that I remembered this event, so I clicked on it, and it popped open with a little dialog box. And it said, "You want to make this into a reminder? You want to make this into a calendar event?" So obviously, I said calendar event, and then I and I and then it popped up with another dialog box and said, "Okay, it's going to be here's a calendar event." And it just made it so incredibly seamless to create this event and remember where, or just exactly remember what I'm going to be doing on. Uh, X day at 9 a.m. It's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's pretty seamless, and it's really really well done too. It is so quick, so snappy, and once again, it's just so Apple of Apple. They have done it again. Truly, have done it again. But that's not it. That that's that's not the only functionality we see here. You can't just use your your mail to turn things into reminders or or or, or, uh, or calendar events. You can also drag and drop your mail from your mailbox into the notes app which is pretty cool because if you're ever writing notes or taking notes on something you can drag and drop an email and it'll actually create a little link to that email it'll create a little link to that email so if you ever need cross-referencing or if you're referencing that email in general then you have a link to it and it makes things pretty seamless once again those are the biggest integrations I can see here is reminders, calendars, and also drag and drop into notes. Uh, that's, that's how it integrates with the four or the three other core productivity applications. And I think that, that these, um, I, I believe that these integrations are really, really great, really seamless and, and makes this Apple or make this Apple application so efficient. It makes it worth using because when it comes down to it personally, Apple Mail isn't my favorite client in itself. If I was only using Mail or if I had Mail in a bubble and I and I looked at it in itself, I wouldn't really use Apple Mail. It's not my favorite. I think that there are better applications out there. But because it has these integrations with the other applications in Apple's suite of productivity apps, uh well, it, I I personally see then I personally see that it makes it worth it. These integrations that it has makes it worth it. But it, I, I do think that there are some better applications out there, but they just don't integrate with the rest of the system very well. Let's take a look at some cons. I was I, I was kind of just bashing mail for a second there, but uh, but let's look at some actual cons of mail. What what are some issues that I find with Apple Mail? Well, the first one is that you can't schedule your email delivery. I know, I know, you can't schedule email delivery. I think that's kind of ridiculous. This is a feature that exists in almost every single other mail client, and yet it doesn't exist in Apple Mail yet. I'm sure they're adding it sometime soon, but it's not added yet. It's not added yet. And there are some solutions, there are other things that you can do, but this seems almost like a prerequisite that you want to have. The reason why I didn't include it on my prerequisite list is because personally I don't use it very often I have used it before there have been times that I've been tip tapping an email out at 12:30 at night and then decided to schedule the email for 7:30 in the morning just so that I didn't seem like a creep uh, <laughs> I mean I mean that's a use case or or maybe you want to send yourself a reminder or 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 use 
uh, a scheduled mail delivery kind of as a as a tickler folder or something like that you totally can you can schedule mail delivery for later to to give yourself information that you might not need now but you might need later like that's those are some pretty cool use cases but you can't do that on apple which is ridiculous and like i said there are some solutions to to uh to this problem, I believe there are some plugins out there. One is called Automator. There's some other ones as well, but there's some plugins out there that uh, that do give the application this functionality. I feel like you shouldn't have to go to a third-party application to gain this functionality, though. It seems kind of ridiculous that Apple doesn't already have this. Uh, but then the second solution to this issue is just booting up another mail client. Mail clients don't take up space on your computer, or not really at all. You can boot them up really easily and have your accounts on all of them, and that's that's what I've done. I actually had to send an email to somebody, or had to schedule an email to somebody just a couple of days ago, and I was on Apple Mail. I'm like, wait a minute, I can't, I can't schedule delivery. So then I just opened up my favorite mail client, my favorite mail client in itself, uh, which is Spark, Spark by Riedel. Uh, I booted that bad boy up, uh, wrote the email, scheduled it, and and uh, and, it, and and it worked fine. I mean, it it wasn't that big of an issue. I just booted up a second email client. Uh, but but that's that. I mean, I still think that my, that Apple Mail should have this functionality. It's a real big pity that they don't. Uh, but at the end of the day, that's just the world that we live in—a world where Apple does not have every feature that every other app has. Uh, you do know that when this feature finally comes to Apple. It's it's gonna be the best. It's it's gonna be the best and and well most well done uh, uh, version of this feature out of any of the apps. You know it is, but for now we we have to live without, which is which is a pity. The second con that I have, the second and final con that I have, is just clunky email processing. Uh, but this just this is kind of specific to the way that I process email. What I do is I filter my inbox to unread and then I just and then I then, then I just go through my email, read the emails or if I don't want to look at the email, then I'll just mark it as read and uh, and and send it on the way. But but I, I find it to be kind of clunky because if you're in that unread view, if you're in that unread filter and you mark one, if you mark an email as read, it's going to stay in that view. It's going to stay alongside the rest of your emails which doesn't make any sense to me. So the filtering and, and the email processing and the movements of emails, it's not really that smooth. If you're filtered to unread and then you read an email, it should go away, right? But it doesn't. And I find that to be kind of clunky and I just don't really enjoy that very much. It's a very small detail. It doesn't ruin my experience, but I, I, I would like it to be a little bit more smooth. It's not, it's no big deal. It's just a personal like nitpicky issue I have with the whole application. But that's really all I have. I mean, when it comes down to it, mail is mail. You can find really good equivalencies. <laughs> I don't even know what that sentence even means. Oh my gosh. You can find some really great applications out there. But when it comes down to it, most applications are equivalent to each other. As long as you can get your mail into a, in, into an inbox and you can add all of your accounts to that same email client, and as long as you can create events with those email clients, and then then you're good. Then then you're fine. Like like you're gonna do great. There are some email clients out there that I don't enjoy, that I think kind of suck, such as Outlook. I really don't enjoy Outlook. It's just it's just there. It is just such a plain and vanilla and yet complicated email client. But uh, but when it comes down to it, you can select whatever you want. 
Personally, I'm using Apple Mail because it integrates with the other Apple ecosystem or with the rest of the Apple ecosystem so darn well. That's why I'm personally using it. So if you're on the Apple ecosystem, consider trying it. Consider just, just giving it a try. It might be worth it in the end. Uh, but if you don't, or if you're not in the ecosystem, I highly recommend Spark. We'll talk about Spark on a later date because it is by far the best email client I've ever used. Except that it doesn't integrate with the, with the Apple ecosystem. Either way, either way, we will discuss that on a later date. For now, we're going to go ahead and end the episode and get to part two later on, where we're going to talk about the Notes app, uh, which, is, which is pretty darn exciting. But for now, you should go ahead and, I don't know, save the podcast or, or subscribe or do whatever you do to show support for this. Or if, if, if you enjoy listening to this, please, please just check back in later. We're going to have plenty of content on here. I love talking about software and I love talking about this kinds of stuff. So if you did enjoy this or find any sort of value in this, go ahead. Just, just, just join us. Come on, join, join us, join us. But well, once again, thanks for listening. This was part one of the Apple suite of productivity applications. I'll see y'all later. Thanks.